0: This is Theology for the Rest of Us with your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. This is the Theology for the Rest of Us podcast. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from the great metropolis known as the Twin Cities region here in Minnesota. Thank you so much for listening. This is episode 279, and in this episode, I'm going to answer the question, Is God in Hell? I think this is a great question to answer. I'm going to tackle this question. I'm also going to just talk uh, about hell generally. I'm going to answer a couple other items or, or mention a couple other things about hell. Uh, I got uh, I got this question from a regular listener of the podcast by the name of Jared. He sent me an email saying this. He says, I have a question that may be good for an episode on the podcast that I have thought about on many occasions. Since God is omnipresent, does that mean that God is in hell? Jared, this is a great question. I agree with you. This is a good topic for the podcast. Um, I think this comes up or this becomes uh, really relevant because of some of the lingo or terminology that we use in evangelical circles. First, let me say, I do believe that the Bible teaches that hell is real. Hell is a place where uh, people are sent and they are uh, there rightly, we all deserve to go to hell. In fact, because of our sin, and hell is the place where God pours out His wrath. Is where God is punishing sin and punishing people for their sin. And the only way to escape, excuse me, the only way to escape that righteous judgment, the wrath of God, is to put faith in Christ. And I think this should be something that causes us to be very sober-minded. No doubt, a, a part of the motivation for preaching the gospel is to see people be rescued from eternal damnation, to, to see people rescued from the second death, as the Bible refers to it. And hell is the place where people are are subjected to the wrath of God, where they experience the second death. Hell is really, really bad. I mean, the Bible's not particularly clear exactly what hell is like. Um, there, there's some imagery in the, in the Bible about hell. Um, I don't think we know exactly what hell is like or exactly how things play out there, but we know that it's really, really bad. Now, when we're, when we're asking the question whether or not God is in hell, I think this is partially um, motivated or impacted by the fact that many people in evangelical circles use the term separated as a means to talk about eternal damnation and talk about hell. Um, People say things like, oh, hell is the place you are sent to be separated from God or everyone in hell is separated from God. We we use that lingo a lot. It's partially influenced by the language that Jesus uses in Matthew 25 when he says uh, to those that would be condemned, he says, depart from me uh, into eternal fire. This is also similar language that's utilized in Matthew chapter seven. And there's some other things in the scripture that lead us to use this sort of lingo. So so I understand why people use this lingo, but I've actually stopped using this lingo. I no longer say to people, hell is a place where you're separated from God, because hell is a place where you're actually experiencing the wrath of God. And I actually believe that God is indeed present in hell. God is omnipresent. He is everywhere. There is no place that exists in this universe or beyond that God is not present God transcends all things and is in all things. You can't get away from God no matter what. However, in hell, you are separated from certain things. You are separated from protection that God has given. Here on planet Earth, humans are protected from the wrath of God largely. Well, that's being taken away from you. The people in hell are being separated from a hedge of protection, so to speak. And they're being separated from the ability to find absolute satisfaction in God. But the people in hell are not actually separated from God or His presence. Any person in hell is not experiencing a lack of God's presence. In fact, they are experiencing the fullness of one particular portion of God's presence, one particular element of His nature, and that is His wrath, His holy wrath. God is pouring out His wrath, and it's God doing it. It's not like he's delegated this to the devil. There are people out there that somehow believe that the devil is the one punishing people uh, in hell, but that is not the case. In fact, when we read in Matthew 25 and in the book of Revelation, it becomes clear that the primary purpose for which hell was created was for the punishment of the enemy and his goon squad. And of course, there will be humans uh, sent to hell as well as punishment for their own actions. But we should not assume that God is not there. In fact, God is present there, and he is the one dishing out the wrath and the punishment. It is God pouring out his righteous wrath. One of the passages of Scripture that I think back this up is in Psalm 139 where David writes, Where should I go from your spirit? Or where should I, I flee from your presence? If I, descend, if I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. David is making it very clear. He believes that if he goes to heaven, God is there. But if he goes down to the, to the underworld, to Sheol, the Hebrew word, the word that Jews use, if I go down there, you're there too. Wherever I go, God, that's where you are. Will be. God is omnipresent. Another a book of the Bible that speaks to this is the book of Hebrews. We see over and over again a language talking about the righteousness of God. And in Hebrews chapter 10, it says it is a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Again, the concept is that God is the one dishing out the punishment. It is not an absence of God's involvement, but it is God's absolute involvement. And then two chapters later in Hebrews 12, we see that it says that our God is indeed a consuming fire. The idea is that the fire that consumes, the fire that is executing the second death, are not something divorced from God or separated from God, but it is God himself. He is the one bringing judgment. He is the one pouring out wrath. He himself is the consuming fire. The people who are in hell are experiencing the consuming portion of God. They are there because of their own sins, and they are experiencing a portion of God that we that we do not want to experience. These sorts of biblical truths ought to birth in us incredible gratitude that God has made a way for us to be rescued from his own wrath. And these truths should inspire us both to pray for those who don't know Jesus and to share the gospel. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Hope it was helpful. Tara, thank you so much for the great question. Really appreciate it. Hey, if anyone listening to this has a question or a topic that you want me to address on the show, or if you know someone that you think would be a great interview guest, I would love to hear from you. Shoot me an email. The best address is Ortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Thanks again for listening. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.